Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, extended family, depending on wherever you are connected from at this moment. I want to welcome you all to another time of fellowship and devotion and inspired by the Lord. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Tina. God bless you, Ma. Esteemed family, right now we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Again, by the prompting of the Spirit, we're going to be interceding specially for military and security personnel who are in the front line of conflict areas. Esteemed family, we're going to be declaring that whatever intelligence manipulation and perversion of military intelligence that might be used to endanger the lives of this security and military personnel, we're gonna be declaring today, according to the scriptures in Job 5 verse, two and, verse 12 and 13, that God will not allow it, that God himself will ruin the plans of those who try to trick others and that they will have no success. Esteemed family, we're going to be declaring today that whoever and wherever they are that try to betray intelligence of nations, that try to manipulate it in order to assess the strength of a nation's weaponry, in order to, uh, uh, in order to reveal the identity of these covert agents, uh, agents and military personnel in conflict, in conflict areas. We're going to declare today that they are lightly esteemed. We're going to declare today that their works are brought out from darkness into light, and it is seen for the wickedness that it is. Esteemed family, we're also going to be praying and be thanking God for the receding waters of the flooding in Nigeria and other countries. Esteemed family, wherever you are, unmute your mic right now and begin to intercede fervently. Malabo, <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful for the receding waters of the flood. Father, oh God, we are thankful. Thank you, oh God, for you have caused the waters to return to their natural boundaries by the power of your spirits. Father, oh God, just like the wind that you crossed in Genesis. 
Genesis 8, 1. God blew over the waters of the earth. Father, we thank you today. The communities submit the waters, Father, they are lifted by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God. For holes that were created in the ground that are sucking up the waters by your spirit. Thank you, O God. That this suffering starts to abate. That this suffering starts to abate. We thank you specially. For preachers and churches, caught up in this, caught up in this tragedy that you by your spirit you have rescued thank you for the miracles oh god thank you oh god for miraculous return of your people thank you oh god for family separated that are united by your power oh god thank you father for the military and security bodies agents of nations of the world thank you king of glory for your peace that is upon them thank you oh god for your hand of righteousness that exalts them in all season. Father, we give you praise for you all yourself. You are halting every manipulator, every wickedness, every hacking, every intrusion into the intelligence of nations of the world. Father, oh God, we give you praise for you are the one watching over nations of the world, watching over these men and women. Especially those in conflict areas. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your work. Watching even over their families. Father, we give you all the praise. Father, we exalt your name. For you are God all by yourself. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed family, for joining in today's first intercessory prayers for the military bodies and security agencies of the nations of the world. God bless you all. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take this first session of prayers. God bless you, Ma. I will now hand over to dear esteemed Sister Tina. God bless you, Ma, who will be taking us in the prayers for the nations of the world. Over to you, esteemed Ma. Okay, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Kelvin Harris. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're gonna be praying right away for the nations of the earth. Praise God, praise God. We're praying this morning for the nation of Mauritania. Mauritania is a country in Africa. Is officially is me a second, please.
praise God. It says Mauritania officially is the Islamic Republic of Mauritania. Is the sovereign state of northwest in northwest Africa, and it is bordered by the Atlantic Ocean to the west, Western Sahara, and um, to the north and northwest. Praise the Lord. We're going to be praying for the nation. It is led by President President Mohammed Odgahazuani and his prime ministers. Praise the Lord. We're going to be praying for them right away, according to the scriptures. Praying for all men, first of all, for kings and for all that are in authority. We're going to be declaring in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the kings, the leaders, the president of the nation, the board members, the members of this council, the prime ministers, they are making the right decisions, hallelujah, decisions suitable for the citizenry of the nation, or praying for the citizenry of the nation, or declaring in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that this ones they are aligned in God's perfect will, hallelujah, they are making, as they live in the nation, they live quiet and peaceably because the leaders are taking the right steps and actions by the power of the Holy Ghost. We declare hallelujah that salvation has come to this nation, even though it's currently known as an Islamic religion, uh, Islamic state, but it will be known as a Christian nation, hallelujah, because many will give their hearts to Christ in the nation. Let us begin to pray even at this time, cutting off the affairs, the the, the the affairs of the deep states being connected to them, every hand of the deep state being associated with them, we cut it off in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin to pray right now. Kindly unmute yourselves. Ba 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 
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for all men. Yes, hallelujah. We declare that they live in peace, hallelujah, and they come to the knowledge of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. They come to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the nation of Mauritania. Mando fale gay sulamanda. We declare, oh God, that the peace of the spirit rest and abides in this nation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray specifically for the leadership. Manka Sitekebaya, President Muhammad Ud Ankh. 
Gazwani and his prime ministers. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they are aligned with God's perfect will concerning the nations of Mauritania. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they are making the right decisions. Making decisions, oh God. They are aligned with God's perfect will, ensuring that the nation is in peace. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, even this day we cut off the influence of the deep state in this nation. We declare salvation everywhere in this nation, all around Matalamaya. Many giving their hearts to Christ, many coming to the knowledge of the truth. We declare, oh God, that the gospel is infiltrating the land. Hallelujah. It will no longer be known as an Islamic republic, but it will be known as a nation where the Lord dwells. For all the nations are the Lord's and the Fullness thereof, including Mauritania. There's a transformation, hallelujah, by the word, even as we declare today. Our message, our gospel, through the healing streams, through the rhapsody of realities. Yes, they are entering into the nation, hallelujah. Taking center stage and affecting the lives of men, women, and children. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we say this nation will never remain the same again. Yes, because it is the Lord. We call of every evil every evil that has been orchestrated or is being orchestrated through the nation. We cut it off in the name of the Lord Jesus. We say no more will evil have the upper hand in this nation. No more. Yes, hallelujah. For the Lord reigns and he reigns supreme in this nation. Yes, there's a transformation from inside out. Even with the leadership, we'll see many of them coming to Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name, O God. God forever and ever in Jesus' name. We declare peace, peace upon the nation. Hallelujah. Peace upon the nation of Mauritania. Man Blessed be your name, O God, forever and ever. In Jesus' precious name we've prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to the inspired by the world global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to your sister Maka for this opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercession for the nation of Mauritania the people and her leadership. Yes, the nation will never remain the same again, for it is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Kelvin Neris, for leading us in the prayers, praying for the security of the nations. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God forevermore. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet, for the session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Realities segment. To have a blissful Saturday. God bless you all. Um, it seems Sister Harriet, can you hear us? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Good morning. 
Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie. Thank you so much for that powerful session. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Let's just lift up our hands and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's magnify his name. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we love you. We appreciate you this morning. Baliko Sakina Mandi Boroko Shantaho. Oh, Barado Shakatalamandi. Thus far, you've brought us, oh God, we're eternally grateful. Barako Zubehe Mandi Gebo Zupri Kira Handa. Barako Zekira Handa. Oh, we glorify your name, O God. Baraka Shanta Kalabaye. Reke Baroska. Thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you. Hallelujah. There is none like you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, let our worship, O God, ascend to you as a sweet smelling sabo. Your word, O God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hmm. Your word is truth and life. Your word never fails. Your word is my delight, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Hmm. The world is in your hands. Creation hears your voice. Every tongue shall proclaim your name, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Oh, your word is truth and life. Your word never fails. Your word is my delight, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. The world is in your hands. Creation hears your voice. Mm -hmm. Every tongue shall proclaim your name, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. In the heavens and the earth. We glorify your name. We glorify your name in the heavens and the earth. We magnify your name. We magnify your name in the heavens and the earth. We glorify your name. We glorify your name in the heavens and the earth. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. 
oh Lord. We glorify your name, oh Lord. Hey, your word is truth and life. Your word never fails. Your word is my delight, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Oh, the world is in your hands. Mm. Creation hears your voice, yeah. Every tongue shall proclaim your name, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Oh, your word is truth and life. Oh, your word will never fail. Oh, Lord, your word is my delight, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Oh, in the heavens and the earth, we glorify your name. We glorify your name in the heavens and the earth. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name. Oh, Malabashanayera. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for a new day, day 15, in our journey of 30 days of supernatural blessings. Thank you. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for helping and helping us. Thank you for equipping us. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for leading us. Thank you for ministering to us on a daily basis, building us up strong, strong in our spirit, man, strong in our souls, strong in our bodies. We've enjoyed health like never before. We've enjoyed healing in this season. We've enjoyed financial prosperity. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of Inspired by the Word devotion. Always a blessing, always a pleasure to be here and to fellowship with all of you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Kelvin Aries, for prayer over the security of nations and as well as um, the receding floods. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for prayer over the nations. 
And thank you, esteemed Sister Harriet, for leading us in the prayer of worship. In the time of worship, praise God, praise God, praise God. It's day 15. Who is excited? You made it to half, half the journey. You're already halfway. Praise God. And today is the birthday of our highly esteemed CEO. It's a beautiful day. Blessings abound. Glory to God. Today's devotional article, Saturday, 29th October, you are a vital part of the body. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. I'm going to be reading and you can look at the screen and read with me as Pastor Thoros. The church is the body of Christ and Jesus is the head of the body. Jesus and the church both make up one body, which is called Christ. We are members of the body of Christ. The living Bible translation of our opening verse helps us understand it a, a little more. It says, now here's what I'm trying to say. All of you together are the one body of Christ and each one of you is a separate and necessary part of it. That means you are needed in the body of Christ. You, Christ, you are a necessary contributor to the proper growth and edification of the church. The Bible says the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, make it increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love, Ephesians 4 and verse 16. The body of Christ advances and makes progress according to the individual contributions of every Christian. This is so important. It's like the physical parts of the human body and their respective functions, your liver, legs, kidneys, lungs, heart, thumb, etc., all have their distinct functions. They all work together to ensure that your body functions well. Each part is vital for the overall well-being of the body. If anything goes wrong in any part of your body, it impacts the whole body. This is also true for the spiritual body of Christ. See yourself as a vital member of the body of Christ and make your impact felt. Pray as the Bible says, win souls, walk in humility, faith, hope, and love. Produce fruits and works of righteousness. Don't cause the body to regress through such things as bitterness, pride, envy, and inactivity. Be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Walk in righteousness and in the fullness of the spirit every day. Praise God, praise God, praise God. You know, a very typical analogy is what um, Pastor gave us about our physical body. I don't know how many in the past have had Wicklow. You know, um, Wicklow, it's something that happens um, with low in, um, often most people have it on their tomb you know, that big um, fingernail, the first one, you know, and if you have ever experienced it, it's not something you want to, <laughs> you wish for anybody. It's so terrible. It's so painful. It's so inconveniencing. Like you, you will not be able to sleep. Then how many of you have had toothache before? <laughs> Is there anybody? <laughs> have you had toothache before? Can you tell us what, 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 what the experience was like? It's just one tooth, but it runs your temperature. It gives you headache. It's, 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 it's like, it makes you so, so uncomfortable. It controls your body for the time that you're going through that pain. 
You know, all of those things show you the importance of each part of the body. You know, that's just a typical example. You know, when you injure a finger or you hit your, your leg over a stone, a stony place, and then maybe you have an injury, injury on your leg, you know, or you have, you know, there's no part of the body. Have you ever had a boil on your bum bum? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ah, God. I'm laughing because that one is just, it's just crazy. Like, so it just goes to tell you that, man, every part of the body is important. Or have you ever had a boil on your armpits? Ah, let's not even just begin to think about the experiences for some people. So it just goes to tell you the importance of every part of your body. So if, if that is so with your physical body, if you are not contributing in the body of Christ, imagine your hand says it will not feed your mouth. So you have to start using your mouth to pick food from the plate. You have to use your mouth to turn the, you are cooking and then you have to use your, your mouth to turn the food in the pot. I know you can't even imagine what discomfort and the accidents that will happen in the kitchen. So you see, when some of us hold back because we are offended in the church and we say we will not help again, we will not do anything again. That's, that's, what, that's what we are literally saying. That's what it is. So you are endangering the body of Christ by not contributing your own quota. And when you keep malice, when you keep malice, you are like that boil on the armpit. You are like that whitlow on the, on, on, the, on the tomb. You know, so you cannot afford bitterness. You cannot afford malice. You cannot afford pride. You cannot afford all of those things. And you see how that in this Rhapsody today are the things that the Lord has been talking to us even before the month of peace. Remember when he, when he told us, he said, go and make peace. He said, go and make peace. Go and make peace with people that you have been offended with or that are offended with you. It doesn't matter who did wrong. He said, you go and make peace. And then we read it from the scripture. He said, pursue peace for all you are what? If you have to run after it, run after it. No malice, no bitterness, no anger. When the matter is done, let it be done. Because offenses would arise. When the matter is done, let it be done. Don't carry me in your mind. Don't carry her in your mind. Don't carry him in your mind. Five days, when you think about that person, you are angry, your face will squeeze. No, don't live such a life. You are not contributing properly to the body of Christ. You are fighting with your leader. You are like that hand that has refused to put food inside the mouth. Because your leader is in the head. Your leader is the head of the group, right? So imagine that your leader's mouth, you, you, you are the hand. You are supposed to be supporting the work, but you have refused to carry food and put inside the mouth that is located in the head. You can't afford that. You can't. You can also not be inactive. Because um, the malice, the pride, the bitterness, those ones are like injuries. Like I gave the example of boil on the bomb bomb or boil on the armpit or toothache. Those are injuries that hurt the body. So you are keeping malice with five people in the cell. When you people see each other, you just eye yourself. You are coming for the same cell meeting. How would the power of God flow in that cell now? Or how would the power of God flow in that choir? You are the choir leader. You have some people that you hate. You have some choir members that you don't like. 
God will soon remove you from that position because you are a problem. And if you refuse to do nothing, you are inactive. He said, don't allow inactivity because in the devotional, he listed the different things. He said, first and foremost, pray as the Bible says, win souls, walk in humility, faith, hope, and love. He said, produce fruits and works of righteousness. Righteousness is that thing that makes God God. That thing that makes everything that you do right and that pleases God. He said, don't cause the body to regress by such things as bitterness, pride, envy, and inactivity. So he listed them for you. So you can go back to this rhapsody and check for yourself whether you are guilty or not guilty. And if you're on course in this Christian journey, but I know we are on course because God has been bringing this word to us for a while. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. I'm handing over to esteemed Pastor Onye for the next segment. I shall be back. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Reality segments. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. Welcome to day 15. Hallelujah. We are going over to the Bible study of today's devotion, and we'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Romans 12.5 says, For we be many, and one body in Christ, and every one members, one of another. Ephesians 4.16, for because of him, the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, closely joined and firmly knit together by the joints and ligaments with which it is supplied, when each part with power adapted to, it, to its need is working properly in all its functions, grow to full maturity, building itself up in love. Ephesians 5.13, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the confession together. I'm a vital and an effective member of the body of Christ. I walk in righteousness and in the power, glory and peace that runs from the head. Christ Jesus through the entire body through my effectiveness, the church is making progress. My fruits and works of righteousness result in the increase and edification of the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. I'm going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of Titus, Paul's letter to Titus, praise the Lord. Caption, introduction. From Paul, God's willing sleeve. An apostle of Jesus, the anointed one, to Titus. I'm writing to you to further the faith of God's chosen ones and lead them to the full knowledge 
of the truth that leads to godliness, which rests on the hope of eternal life. God, who never lies, has promised this before time began. In his own time, he unveiled his word through the preaching of the gospel, which was entrusted to me by the command of God, our life giver. Titus, you are my true son in, faith, in the faith we share. May grace and peace descend to you from God the Father and our Savior, the Anointed One, Jesus. Caption, qualities of church leaders. The reason I stationed you in Crete was so that you would set things in order and complete what was left unfinished and to raise up and appoint church elders in every city, just as I had entrust, instructed you. Each of them must be above reproach, devoted solely to his wife, whose children are believers and not rebellious or out of control. The overseer, since he serves God's household, must be someone of blameless character and not be opinionated or short-tempered. He must not be a drunkard or violent or greedy. Instead, he should be one who is known for his hospitality and a lover of God goodness. He should be recognized as one who is fair-minded, pure-hearted, and self-controlled. He must have a firm grasp of the trustworthy message that has been taught. This will enable him to both encourage others with healthy teaching and provide convincing answers to those who oppose his message. Caption, false teachers. There are many wayward people, smooth talkers and deceivers, especially the converts from Judaism. They must be silenced because they are dis disrupting entire families with their corrupt teachings or for their dishonest greed. A certain one of them, one of their own prophets said, those Cretans are nothing but liars, worthless beasts and lazy glutens. He certainly knew what he was talking about. For this reason, correct them thoroughly so that their lives will line up with the truth of our faith. Instruct them not to pay any attention to Jewish myths or follow the teachings of those who reje reject the truth. It's true that all is pure to those who have pure hearts, but to the corrupt unbelievers, nothing is pure. Their minds and consciences are defiled. They claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. They are disgusting, disobedient, and disqualified from doing anything good. Chapter 2. Caption. Character consistent with godliness. Your duty is to teach them to embrace a lifestyle that is consistent with sound doctrine. Lead the male elders into disciplined lives full of dignity and self-control. Urge them to have a solid faith, generous love, and patience endurance. 
Likewise, with the female elders, lead them into lives free of gossip, free from gossip and drunkenness, and to be teachers of beautiful things. This will enable them to teach the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, and to be self-controlled and pure, taking care of their household and being devoted to their husbands. By doing these things, the word of God will not be discredited. Likewise, guide the younger men into living disciplined life for Christ. Caption, be an example. Above all, set yourself apart as a model of a life nobly lived. With dignity, demonstrate integrity in all that you teach. Bring a clear, wholesome message that cannot be condemned. And then your critics will be embarrassed with nothing bad to say about us. Servants are to be supportive of their masters and to do what is pleasing every way. They are, to, they are not to be argumentative or still, but prove themselves to be completely loyal and trustworthy. By doing this, they will advertise through all that they do. The beautiful teachings of God our Savior. Caption, God's grace, our motivation. God's marvelous grace has been manifested in person, bringing salvation for everyone. This same grace teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and indulgent lifestyles, and it equips us to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. For we continue to wait for the fulfillment of our hope in the dawning splendor of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus, the Anointed One. He, he sacrificed himself for us that he might purchase our freedom from every lawless deed and to purify himself, for himself a people who are his very own, passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. So preach these truths and exalt one and exalt others to follow them. Be willing to expose sin in order to bring correction and full authority without being intimidated by anyone. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Brother John for the Old Testament. To have a beautiful day, everyone. God bless you. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segments of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much for being a part of this devotion on a daily basis. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity to be the bearer of the good news in the Old Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today we are reading the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 and 30. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. From verse 1, after Jeconiah the king, the queen mother, the court officials, 
the tribal officers and craftsmen had been deported to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. Jeremiah wrote them a letter from Jerusalem addressing it to the Jewish elders, priests, prophets, and to all the people. He sent the letter with Elasa, son of Shaphan, and Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, when they went to Babylon as King Zedekiah's ambassadors to Nebuchadnezzar. And this was what the letter, this is what the letter said. Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, sends this message to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plant to stay. Plant vineyards, for you will be there many years. Marry and have children. And then find mates for them and have many grandchildren. Multiply, don't dwindle away, and work for the peace and prosperity of Babylon. Pray for her. For if Babylon has peace, so will you. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, don't let the false prophets and mediums who are there among you fool you into the dreams that they invent. For they prophesy lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. The truth is this, you will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised and bring you home again. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. You will find me when you seek me. If you look for me in earnest, yes, says the Lord, I will be found by you. And I will end your slavery and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you back home again to your own land. But not because you accept the false prophets among you and say the Lord has sent them. I will send war, famine, and plague upon the people left here in Jerusalem, on your relatives who were not exiled to Babylon, and on the king who sits on David's throne, and make them like rotten figs, too bad to eat, and I will scatter them around the world. And in every nation where I place them, they will be cursed and hissed and mocked. For they refused to listen to me, though I spoke to them again and again through my prophets. Therefore, listen to the word of God, all you Jewish captives over there in Babylon. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says this about your false prophets. Ahab, son of Goliath, and Zedekiah, son of Maseah, who are declaring lies to you in my name. Look, I am turning them over to Nebuchadnezzar to execute publicly. Their fate shall become proverbial of all evil, so that whenever anyone wants to crush someone, he will say, the Lord make you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon burned alive. But these men have done a terrible thing among my people. They have committed adultery with their neighbors' wives and have lied in my name. These are two, the two things they did that God called terrible. See, number one, they committed adultery with their neighbor's wives. Number two is they lied in the name of the Lord. It says, I know 
for I have seen everything the Jew says to know. And say this to Shemaiah the dreamer, the Lord, the God of Israel says, you have written a letter to Zephaniah, son of Messiah, the priest, and sent copies to all the other priests and to everyone in Jerusalem. And in this letter you have said to Zephaniah, the Lord has appointed you to replace Jehoiada as priest in Jerusalem. And it is your responsibility to arrest any madman who claims to be a prophet and to put him in the stocks and collar. I have you done something about this false prophet, Jeremiah of Anathoth. But he has written to us here in Babylon saying that our captivity will be long, that we should give permanent homes and plant to stay many years. And we should plant fruit trees, for we will be here to eat the fruits from them for a long time to come. Zephaniah took the letter over to Jeremiah and read it to him. Then the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. Send an open letter to all the exiles in Babylon and tell them this. The has prophesied in quotes to you when I didn't send him and has fooled you into believing his lies. I will punish him and his family. None of his descendants shall see the good I have waiting for my people for him, for he has taught you to rebel against the Lord. See, um, one of the things I want us to note in this readings, especially, is we know that God, in this this um, scripture, God wasn't talking to the new creation, but you tend to see some some of the characters the Lord despises. You know, some of the characters the Lord despises. You know, there are, there are so many here. So you check your life and you see, okay, am I causing anyone to rebel against the Lord? For example, as a Christian, sorry I'm saying this word, but it's my spirit to say, as a Christian, you don't say because you have become so knowledgeable in the world and you say taking alcohol is not a sin. And you find yourself in the gathering of unbelievers or even fellow Christians and you say, we all know that alcohol is not the same. And you grab that bottle of whatever it is and you are drinking it publicly in front of everyone there because all of them also are all Christians. You are causing people to rebel against God. You know, one can get to that point where you have become so knowledgeable, in quotes, and familiar with the word of God that you feel I beg, I know what is sin and what is not sin. But the Bible says that all things, it's not all things that are, though all things are love, but it's not all things that are expedient. It is not necessary. If you don't eat it, then it doesn't stop you from being a Christian or not a Christian. Praise God. So I remember one time a dear friend of mine invited me to a birthday party and in a club I couldn't go I said not because being there would make me do whatever I shouldn't do but it is because I, what if a cell member a church member sees me there he won't say I came for someone's birthday party so I just thought to bring that up so this scripture especially this Jeremiah it has shown us many things that the Lord despises so we check those characters and use it to correct our lives so that we'll please the Lord 
even in our own daily living. Praise God. So Jeremiah chapter 30. This is another of the Lord's messages to Jeremiah. The Lord God of Israel says, write down for the record all that I have said to you. For the time is coming when I will restore the fortunes of my people, Israel and Judah, and I will bring them home to this land that I gave to their fathers. They shall possess it and live here again. I write this also concerning Israel and Judah. Where shall we wait for peace? They cry. There is only fear and trembling. Do men give birth? Then why do they stand there, ashen-faced, hands pressed against their sides like women in labor? Alas, in all history, when has there ever been a time of terror such as in that coming day? It is a time of trouble for my people, for Jacob, such as they have never known before. Yet God will rescue them. Praise God. For on that day, says the Lord Almighty, I will break the yoke from their necks and snap their chains, and foreigners shall no longer be their masters. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them, says the Lord. So don't be afraid, O Jacob, my servants. Don't be dismayed, O Israel, for I will bring you home again from distant lands and your children from their exile. They shall have rest and quiet in their own land, and no one shall make them afraid. For I am with you, and I will save you, says the Lord. Even if I utterly destroy the nations where I scatter you, I will not exterminate you. I will punish you, yes. You will not go unpunished. For your sin is as incurable bruise, a terrible wound. There is no one to help you or to bind up your wounds, and no medicine does any good. All your lovers have left you and don't care anything about you anymore. For I have wounded you cruelly as though I were your enemy. Mercilessly as though I were an implacable fool. For your sins are so many, your guilt is so great. Why do you protest your punishments? Your sin is so scandalous that your sorrow should never end. It is because your guilt is great that I have had to punish you so much. But in that coming day, all who are destroying you shall be destroyed, and all your enemies shall be slaves. Those who rob you shall be robbed, and those attacking you shall be attacked. I will give you back your health again and heal your wounds. Now you are called the outcast, and Jerusalem, the place nobody wants. But says the Lord, when I bring you home again from your captivity and restore your fortunes, Jerusalem will be rebuilt upon her ruins. The palace will be reconstructed as it was death. Before, the cities will be filled with joy and great thanksgiving, and I will multiply my people and make of them a great and honored nation. Their children shall prosper as in David's reign. Their nations shall be established before me, and I will punish anyone who hurts them. They will have their own ruler. Again, he will not be a foreigner, and I will invite him to be a, a priest at my altars, and they shall approach me. For who? would dare to come unless invited and you shall be my people and i will be your god suddenly the devastating whirlwind of the lord roars with fury it shall burst upon the heads of the wicked the lord will not call off the fierceness of his wrath until he has finished all the terrible destruction he has planned later on you will understand what i am telling you praise be unto god forevermore may the lord bless the reason of his word in the name of the lord jesus amen and I'll hand over to Estimbra Martins. Have a great weekend, everyone.
Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Today, we will not be having a declaration, but today we'll be meditating on the scriptures we have gotten thus far. All the scriptures we've gotten, all the affirmations we've gotten. You know, today is a day of absolute meditation. The Bible says, meditate upon, meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly unto it, so that thy profit thing we appear for all to see. Praise God. Our memory verse for today's meditation is from the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. From the King James Version, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it, for thou shalt meditate during day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written upon it. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. From the Amplified Classic Translation, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and, and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall do wisely and have good success. From the NET, it says, The lost crow must not leave your lips. The lost crow must not leave your lips. You must memorize it day and night so that you can carefully obey all that is written in it. Then you will prosper and be successful. Praise God. So today we will meditate on the scriptures over and over and over. And as you meditate on the scriptures, as those scriptures come to your spirit, you ponder, you meditate, you roar, you speak them forth. It's a day of absolute meditation. Absolute meditation. And brothers and sisters, kindly engage on the Telegram group. Pour out your, um, your revelations. You can share with us at all times when these meditations come to you, when these revelations come to your spirit. Praise be God forevermore. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. It will not depart out of your mouth. But yes, you meditate upon it day and night. Praise God forevermore. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you for the breaking of bread this day. Thank you because we are one with you, spirit, soul, and body, knit together every day. We will speak of your steadfast love and mercies. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the blessing of your word. Thank you for the correction, for the absolute rebuke and the corrections we get here every day. Thank you, Father. Yes, you said in your word that until we all come into a perfect church, a perfect body. Thank you. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it.
Hallelujah. After the same manner, also we took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. So he come. And Lord, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. We thank you. We thank you. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Mr. Maka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning once again, everyone. Welcome to day 15. Praise the Lord. If you have any birthdays, any celebrations, kindly post them in the chat room so that we can take them and celebrate with you if this is your first time. Kindly um, give us your full name, um, the state or nation you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise the Lord. So today is day 15 of our 30 days of blessings and harvest, hallelujah. Um, and we are meditating today, praise God, praise God. So Healing Streams is barely six days away. I'm sure you're participating, I'm sure you're getting involved with setting, preparing places, praise the Lord, preparing places, praying and partnering, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the um, inspired by the word hangouts is happening after IPPC. If you would like to participate, join us. Kindly send um, a message to the esteemed brother Martins. If you also have testimonies, I hope you've been reading the testimonies on the group on the pinned chats in the channel. Share your testimony. For the past 15 days, please share a testimony so that we can be partakers of them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so this is birthdays. Mm. Birthdays. We have a couple of birthdays. Yesterday is my brother's birthday. Memshak. Mokeretla from Lucia, Lucia in Christ. Happy birthday to your brother. Um, Chingwe Ngwe says, today is my pastor, Anzona pastor's birthday, the most highly esteemed pastor, Diola Phillips, a mother like no other. She's our mother, our CEO, the esteemed CEO of the Love World Nation. Hallelujah. Today is her birthday, her pictures, and sure to celebrate. Um, my sister Maka says today is the birthday of a highly esteemed CEO. Hallelujah. It's her birthday, and we are celebrating with her. Says, beloved family, my name is Sister Ethel Erodo. I just got married day before yesterday. Please pray for my husband and I. Congratulations, Excel. Congratulations, congratulations. Um, Peter Spell says, Happy birthday, my adorable, esteemed pastor, Diola Phillips. 
Yes, it's a celebration in the love of nation today. Glory, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. Over to you, Esenji Stamaka. Praise God. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you for our CEO, CEO of the Love World Nation, for one who will be CEO at such a time as this, in this wrapping up hours of the end time. We know the tax before her on a daily basis. You chose her for such a time as this. And we pray for her today that all that she requires, all that she requires, all that she requires to make the work easy, to do all that you need her to do, to do all that the man of God wants her to do, to fulfill all the assignments before the coming of Christ. Lord, she has an abundant supply. Your wisdom is massively at work in her. Every decision made, every step taken aligns with all that you desire for the body of Christ in these last days. And we pray, oh God, that as you raise us as kingdom financiers, we would make our work easy in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for all the celebrants in the house today, our loved ones. The blessings of God rest with them goes with them in their going out and in their coming in. Their thoughts are, contour, are, are continually after you. And yes, they fulfill their purpose without reproach. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So happy birthday to all our celebrants today. All our friends, our loved ones, cousins, family members, everyone who we are celebrating today. And um, happy married life, esteemed sister Ethel. Um, we're glad to um, celebrate with you. And we pray for your union, that it will be as the scripture has said, concerning to doing much more. And it will be for the furtherance of the gospel and for the edification of the body of Christ. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We've come to the end of the devotion for today and we'll would quickly get into the next segment of our meeting. Glory to God.